Welcome to the Maria Liberati Show, where food meets art, travel, and life. So what does food mean to you? Well, today my guest is the author of a book called The Starter Mindset, Moshe Goldstein. And you know, I get so many emails and people commenting and asking about how they can start their own food business or their own restaurant. So I thought it'd be a great idea to have Moshe Goldstein on. His book, The Starter Mindset, is is just about that. It's really about starting your own business and uh, he interviewed a lot of successful people that have their own companies so you know stay tuned for that and also i will be sharing an excerpt from my new book the basic art of italian cooking diary seasons the excerpt i'll be sharing is for that famous it's actually not just an Italian holiday, it's European holiday, August the 15th. Of course, in Italy, it's known as Ferragosto. And it's one of my favorite holidays, one of my favorite times to be in Italy. It actually kind of signifies the end of the summer, but uh, it is just a, a great holiday to be there, a great beach holiday. So I'll be sharing an excerpt from that and some recipes from that excerpt. So stay with me. And as promised, I wanted to read an excerpt from my latest book, The Basic Art of Italian Cooking Diary Seasons. And you know, that book is a memoir, it's a diary, and an entry for an August 15th, because yesterday was August 15th. And if any of you know, August 15th is one of the biggest summer holidays in Italy, really in Europe also, but in Italy, it's known as Ferragosto. And it's just, it's, a really fun holiday to be there if you ever get the chance to be there on August 15th really hot and steamy but it is a real fun holiday to be there on the beach in the mountains in the city really anywhere you're at so this is from the August 15th entry in my book the basic art of Italian cooking diary seasons it's titled Ferragosto fresh tagliatelle and seafood Ferragosto the biggest Italian summer holiday is here how will we spend it at home among the plum trees I got up early this morning to make fresh tagliatelle for lunch to go with polpette de pesce or seafood meatballs the plum trees are still full and I needed more for today's crustacea crostata is an Italian pie. I had to pick them before the sun got too hot. The plum trees have not produced any fruit since the earthquake a few years ago. This year we are celebrating their arrival by making all kinds of plum dishes for close friends and family. Marmalade, cheesecake, clafu tea, de susina, susina means plums, torta, de susina, that's plum cake, crostata, de susina, that's a plum pie. And lunch was delicious. Waiting now for the crostata to come out of the oven. So here's my recipe for seafood meatballs or polpette de pesce. One and a half pounds of fresh cod baked, one half cup of breadcrumbs, two eggs, a handful of freshly chopped parsley, a teaspoon of thyme, flour as needed. And you could certainly use gluten-free flour 
if you want to substitute like almond flour or coconut flour if you want to make this gluten-free a clove of garlic a third cup of freshly grated parmigiano reggiano cheese so in the food processor you're going to place the baked cod breadcrumbs thyme parsley and parmigiano reggiano you're going to blend that well not too much you don't want to liquefy it just blend it for a short time like maybe a minute then once all the ingredients are nicely blended you're going to then add in the eggs and blend again once that's blended well you're going to turn off the food processor put the the mixture into a small bowl put the flour on a flat plate you can sift it first if you like if it's regular flour if it's gluten-free you may or may not be able to sift that but you can sift the flour put it on a flat plate so now what you're doing is you are forming little meatballs you could do like half the size of a golf ball form the meatballs these seafood meatballs and then you're going to roll them in flour and you're going to place some extra virgin olive oil in a saucepan and uh, heat the olive oil when the olive oil is hot you're gonna put in the seafood meatballs and you're going to fry them until they're a golden brown turn off the heat take out your seafood meatballs let them dry on paper towel so it absorbs oil and here's the sauce for the seafood meatballs this is the tomato sauce or sugo one pound of plum tomatoes and of course if you have fresh plum tomatoes they're the best if you can't get fresh then use canned um, two cloves of garlic one fresh carrot a small onion or at least a slice of onion or you can even use a few leeks or scallions instead chopped so you're going to clean and fillet the tomatoes you're going to place about a tablespoon of extra virgin cold pressed olive oil in a saucepan place in the garlic and the the chopped onion or leeks or scallions and just heat that for just about a minute heat it on low to medium heat then you're going to add in the tomatoes cook until the tomatoes have made a sauce that usually takes about 15 to 20 minutes then when the sauce starts boiling you're going to add in the seafood balls and you're going to lower the heat and you're going to continue to cook them for just about 10 minutes so while that's going on you're going to boil water to cook your tagliatelle when the pasta has finished cooking you know you're following the manufacturer's instructions um, if it's a dry pasta or as mentioned if it's fresh pasta it should only take about two to three minutes and then what you're going to do is you're removing the seafood balls from the sauce and you're going to place them in a serving dish and then you're going to place the tagliatelle into the sauce and toss it and dish out the tagliatelle and put you can either put the seafood balls on top of the sauce or you can serve them on the side or serve them separately and uh, you want to serve this dish with a chilled dry white wine and there you have my fur gusto special dinner enjoy
And today, my special guest is Moshe Goldstein. He's an author, and he's written a really interesting book. I know a lot of you in my listening audience, uh, at least the demographics, the research tells us that I have a lot of you in the audience under 30. So he has some great tips. If you've ever thought about being an entrepreneur, and I know he has some tips, and he's going to tell us about the book. Moshe, what's the title of this uh, book? And it was just released, by the way, right? Yes. So it's been that. out for only six weeks. Yes. And the title? Starter Mindset. You're going to put us in the starter mindset. So I guess I would like to start with how did you get the idea to write this book? What, and what led you to write this book? Yeah, it's always been my dream, first of all, to write a book. Mm-hmm. And it has always been a dream to write a book that can help other people. I've always been someone who goes to the library and browses books on starting a business, starting young, what can I do to further or use my education to create something out of uh, my skill set? I, I always read such good books, but I never really read something that really resonated with me, my age group. Um, also with the success that uh, was being told over and, and, and the ways they did it, I didn't think were so apl- applicable to me being that I didn't have those kinds of uh, resources. Uh-huh. Um, so I uh, always had this idea to write a book like this right. um, called Starter Mindset. Uh-huh. And um, two years ago, two and a half years ago, I began writing this book called Starter Mindset to, as I was in, um, going through uh, finishing college, mm-hmm. which I'm graduating in December, I had all this knowledge uh, in me of all these different things. And one of the things they always tell you, give you the knowledge, but they don't really tell you the how to, or what to do with that knowledge. Yes, And that is so so tricky because you have so much that you can share, but how do you do it? Where do you start? And it's so hard to see that. Yes, exactly. That, and, and I'm, you know, that you're like 50 zillion steps ahead by knowing that. So I do a lot of, um, a lot of internship programs and mentorship programs with different universities because of that very thing. Like a lot of students, they have all this knowledge, but it's like, they don't know where to get started. And, you know, they need to actually start using the knowledge. So they test it out and, you know, kind of tweak, tweak stuff here and there. And you're absolutely right. Um, that is definitely the case. So I guess um, I'm going to ask you, so for students that are, for, for college students that are graduating um, to get this mindset, do you have any tips or, you know, recommendations to start? So uh, my philosophy, uh, first of all, I think a tip is to, to get the book and to read the book because I wrote this book to answer those questions. So it's a, it's a yes. tough question and it's, it, you know, a lot more information to really hit that answer. Uh, but to me, it's, it's, it's about just uh, get, taking that first step and just that action uh, of, of pursuing something and hoping that something turns into something right. which you will want to pursue in the future. If okay. it doesn't work out, you can try something different right. or you can use those skills that you developed in that other thing to build on your next idea. Exactly. When you're younger and you're in school or w- anytime you're quote unquote young, as in you're starting right away without learning on and uh, researching or waiting, as I call it, 
uh-huh. you're you're practicing and you're going to gain a lot of experience and value and those skills will build how long they take to build what those things become is kind of too early to tell but they always pay off in some way so if you're in school start then if you're in high school start then if you're in right. if you're out of school and you're working start then because we all everyone has those ideas that they want to do uh-huh. but as i wrote in my book actually around eight uh, according to a statistic i saw which I quoted, 80% of people don't actually follow through on their dreams and what they want to do. Right. That's such a, so it means only 20% of people want to, want to do something. Exactly. Uh, oh, go ahead. Yes. So, so, so I think the, the first thing is just, just, just taking that first step and getting, getting started. And that's, I think with everything, it's like, you know, when you're afraid to jump in the pool, it's like, you just gotta, don't keep dunking your toe and just jump in and go in and you'll, you know, you're going to get in the pool. And it's the same philosophy. People, I think, are afraid to start anything. But I love what you said that, you know, if you start when you're young, you learn from whatever you do. And I think the one thing that people don't realize that that um, I learned, I'm actually a serial entrepreneur also. Um, and I didn't really go for school to school for that, I just kind of learned my way by what you said, reading. I love, I love to read. So I taught myself so many things besides going to the university for a degree, but, um, but it's all about, you know, trying, like you said, try different things. And just because something doesn't work out, which you probably would agree with me on this, doesn't mean, you know, you're a failure and okay, now you can't do anything. It means you need to take those lessons that you learned, right, from what happened and take it to try something else, but use those lessons, just keep using the lessons and eventually, you know, something does click. But but don't you, do you think that, um, or do you get the impression that, Sometimes like when, if something, you know, somebody tries something and it just doesn't work out, you know, they think it's like a quick something. They're like, oh, well, I'm throwing in the towel. Do you get that impression? I, I do get that uh, sometimes. Uh, I mean, definitely for me too, if I start something and I don't get that first success, right. it's kind of disheartening and it's kind of discouraging. But if you like, everyone has like a, a motivation of doing something and why they want to do it. If right. it's something that you really want to pursue or you actually did like doing, you'll, you will stick to it in one form or another. Exactly. Oh, that's great. Great, great advice. Yes. And you need to, if it's something that you truly love, you really need to stick to it. I think that's the thing that um, people don't realize, especially young people don't realize you, you got to, if it's something you really love, you just got to stick to it. And eventually you know, something will click there, but it's usually not a quick, you know, nothing is quick. Um, it's kind of like equal to, right? Whatever the reward is, you know, you got to put that amount of work into, into doing. So are there any, um, I know, you know, definitely I 
definitely agree with what you said. People need to get the book. But are there any like quick tips that you can uh, give someone out there if somebody's out there and they're like, well, I'm not sure. You know, I know even kids that are starting like at 12, 13 years old, because it's so easy to start a business on the Internet, you know, parents helping. So even kids are starting. And I don't think that's a bad thing unless they as long as they have adults supervising. It's a great way to get experience um, when they're younger. But is there you know, any, are there any tips you can give any young person out there that wants to kind of get in this starter mindset? Yes. Uh, I think two things is uh, if you're younger and you're looking to start something, you want to get into something, uh -huh. I think mentorship is a really uh, powerful tool, especially when you're younger. And so if you look for a teacher or someone who can um, bring or can kind of teach you skills of what you want to build, Mm -hmm. Now you're already in the game and you're actually moving very quickly and you're doing it younger. So now when you are quote unquote old enough to take that step, uh -huh. now you have all those skills developed. And then there are clubs and there are organizations in communities where they are like hackathons. People can participate to try different things, uh -huh. uh, to, to experiment with different things they like, um, just, just to see uh, where they can lend their hand and, and build something. So no. there's so much opportunity in communities for people to get involved with doing what they want to do. Mm -hmm. And now with the internet, there's so much knowledge out there that, you know, I, when I, I love to read and I was, I spent loads of time in the library because I had to, but now with the internet, you know, you can just get your information anytime, which is great. Just, I always tell, you know, students that I work with do research online. It's just, it's really a lot of fun. You can just research. You can look up how to do almost anything. You can find that. Obviously you have to weed through and make sure it's correct, but you know, eventually you can find that. That's great. I love that. I, I think that's, this is a positive message for young people. It's really you know, a good idea to have this starter mindset and just go out there. And if you have an idea to start something, you know, definitely um, do it, you know, get, get started. I think that's the most important thing. So do you have any plans, Moshe, from when you're graduating? Um, you're graduating soon, right? Is that what you said? I'm graduating in December. December, any special plans on like what career path are you following as an author, entrepreneur? Uh, I love helping people and I love being able to provide a step for other people. So I like to do like patent law and like uh, intellectual property and just to help people take their ideas and their dreams and to, and to get on, get started doing something great because great ideas is what help people and what changes the world. And I love when I see someone take uh, a small idea and it just, it just makes everyone's lives happy. Yeah, that's great. Oh, well, you'll have to keep us posted. On. That's great. Great to hear. Oh, that's okay. That's great to hear. Definitely much success with that. Yeah, that is important because, you know, great ideas are what blossom into all these great companies. So Thanks so much. And can you, you know, tell everyone where they can find, um, I don't know if you have a website or just your book or both. So you could get the book on Amazon. It's a Kindle uh, ebook. You could get it, you could get it on a Nook. 
It's on uh, Amazon. You got a hard copy too um, called Starter Mindset. Okay. You can learn more about me and my book at my website, startermindset.com as well. Mm. And you can contact me and reach out to me. I love to hear from people. I have a blog on my website. If anyone has anything to share, I can post that on my blog uh -huh. and um, like to talk to people about what they're, what they're doing. Exactly. That's great. And that's great too, because people don't always, they like to have a, a someone that they can kind of bounce ideas off of or just uh, get feedback from. So, you know, you're, you'd be a great person to do that. So definitely. Um, and your website is the startermindset.com then, correct? Yes. Startermindset.com. Startermindset without the T-H-E in front of it then, right? Yes. Okay, I just want to make sure. Um, all right, well, thank you so much for being here and much success with the book and your graduation and, and uh, your career as well. And I hope we charged up a lot of young people out there to go out and uh, start their own company. Thanks yeah, again. Uh, I would, if yes. I could just maybe just add in a little bit more about, yes. about why I love this book so much and why I think it helps so many people. Is because like what is an idea and what are you know, industries? Is it tech? Is it uh, is it business? And so I reached. I went out and interviewed fourteen people who are under twenty five today, uh -huh. uh, who are award winning chefs, entrepreneurs. They've done business, fashion companies, social entrepreneurship, and all of their uh, experience and motivation and tips are in the book. And all of those tips are really what make the book. Uh, shine uh, to be what it is. That's that's great. That's really good because you know sometimes you do it. It makes you feel like you can identify with if if someone that's extremely successful tells you some tips of you know what they did. It's a good way to also identify, and it's like, oh well, I can you know I can do that. I can identify with with what they're saying or get motivation from what that person is saying. So uh, that's, that's definitely helpful. I always yeah, love reading that motivational quotes from famous people, either in the past or successful people, because they give you insight. Yeah. I would like to share just based on, uh, build on a point that you said earlier about starting young and having l l less experience. Yes. One of the stories I share in the book is uh, Brennan Agronoff, uh -huh. who is a company online e-commerce. So it's online. It doesn't, you don't have to go all over doing something called, um, and they, he sells custom socks and does over a million dollars a year doing this. He never went to college. Mm -hmm. He learned everything through the web, how mm -hmm. to market it through the web. And he, and that's how he did it. And so it is possible for anyone to do it, taking that approach, taking that mindset, learning from those ideas that he gives over, it is possible and anyone could do it. Yes, ex exactly. You know, because people see those stories and they're like, that could be me. And it could be you. There's nothing different. The only thing difference I always tell people is they put the hard work and the time into it. So if you want to be there, you know, just do the same thing. I, that's really the only difference. We're all humans and, you know, you can do the same thing. So yeah, I, I definitely like that as a, as a motivational tip. That's great. All right. Great. Well, thank you. And uh, much success with the starter mindset and it's startermindset.com. And uh, hopefully uh, some of my audience will definitely uh, 
send you some emails or comments. And we'll, we're going to put this, put your website on my, on my website too, on the show website as well. So people can look it up if they didn't catch that. Great. Thanks, Moshe. Much success. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on your show and giving me the opportunity to share with everyone. It's, it's really great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Maria Liberati Show. And thanks as always to my producer, Britton Roselle, and my special guest this week, Moshe Goldstein, the author of The Starter Mindset. And if you get to try the recipes that I gave today, you know, the seafood meatballs with the tomato sauce, please take a photo of it and share it. And we will also share it on our social media and my website, The Maria Liberati Show. And as always, you can find me at marialiberati.com, themarialiberatishow.com, thebasicartofitaliancooking.com. You can find my book series on artoflivingprimamedia.com and Amazon and Kindle and really anywhere books are sold. And that includes my newest book, The Basic Art of Italian Cooking Diary Seasons that I've been sharing excerpts and recipes with these past few weeks. You can also find me on Instagram at Maria Liberati, on Facebook at Chef Maria Liberati, on Twitter at Maria Liberati, on Pinterest at Maria Liberati, my Roku channel, The Basic Art of Italian Cooking by Maria Liberati, my Vimeo channel, the Maria Liberati channel. Until next week, peace, love, and pasta.